The Secret World Chronicle, a podcast novel series authored by Mercedes Lackey, Dennis Lee, Cody Martin, with Larry Dixon and Veronica Jaguer. Read and produced by Veronica Jaguer. Total Eclipse of the Heart, Part 2. Written by Mercedes Lackey and Veronica Jaguer. Twenty-four hours later, a dark-suited Echo detective and one of the commanding metas of the organization stood outside of Tesla's office. Ramona popped a piece of gum into her mouth and grimaced, but tucked the packet into her jacket pocket. Yankee Pride glanced over at her and raised an eyebrow. You know, unless that was your last piece, Echo regulations would demand that you at least offer me one. He tried to soften the joke with a charming smile. Ramona rolled her eyes in reply. You really want a square of junky gum? This nicoquit stuff isn't exactly minty fresh. His grimace mirrored the one she'd made a few seconds earlier. Never mind then, but good on you for trying. Yeah, well, not all of us have amazing abilities that let us abuse ourselves in the name of saving the world. Some of us are just salaried. She shifted the manila folder under her arm and checked her watch. Their appointment with Tesla was supposed to be a debrief on the mountain situation, which she was all too happy to describe to the boss man in every single painful detail. A copy of the report would be sent to Bill's ex-wife if Tesla wasn't going to play nice. Wrongful death and all that wouldn't be such a stretch, especially with the miles and miles of paper trail on psychiatric evaluations. For all of the bitching people did about the system, it was rather useful when you knew how to work it. A dark sedan rolled up on the gravel road next to the trailer office. Tesla sat in the passenger seat, with the so-called janitor doing the driving. They both got out, Tesla clutching a bottle of antacid tablets. He popped two when he saw the pair waiting at his door. Yankee Pride and Detective Ferrari. Was the appointment today? Today? Ten minutes ago. Pride drawled. Sir, that, that can't be good for your stomach. I think Einhorn's on the campus today, if you'd like something a little more permanent. No. No, no this is fine. I, I'm fine. He gave them a shaky smile and motioned to the door. Ramona said nothing but strolled inside, taking a seat in the chair furthest from the door. The janitor scowled, silent as pride followed, and opted to stand behind the detective. When the man followed Tesla inside, pride drew himself up and folded his arms across his chest. I'm sorry, but this is a private matter that concerns a debrief on the mountain situation. I don't believe that you were part of that operation. What did you say your name was? The man's eyes narrowed. I'll be outside. Right outside, he added to Tesla. When the door clicked shut, Alex Tesla popped three more tablets and loosened his tie. Slumped in his chair, he looked more like a mangled middle manager than a CEO to Ramona. She felt a fleeting moment of pity for the man, but that died when he opened a desk drawer to put away the worry candy. 
This was professional and personal, and he wasn't some metahuman that could will her into a smoking heap of ash and polyester. This was a lousy boss, and she was an informed yet disgruntled employee. She could manage this. Debrief report on the mountain situation, sir. Ramona slapped the half-inch-thick folder on the table and flipped it open. Full-color glossies from the satellite showed Bill sinking into the Atlantic, the path of destruction evident miles behind him. There's the accompanying psychiatric evaluation, complete with summaries of the wrongful death suits that will be brought against Echo by seven of the twelve Ferrari construction employees before the end of the month. I'm pretty sure that you've already seen the suits filed by the city concerning the destruction of property and misallocation of resources to support that death march. If we're nice to our senators, a spin doctor thinks we can get the lot dismissed under the Wartime Powers Act, Pride said, but with an edge of disapproval. He doesn't like the idea. Says it's better to pay him off now, generously. Actually, not better. His exact phrase, if I recall correctly, was, it's the honorable thing to do. Reckon our mop and friend wouldn't agree, though. Pride narrowed his eyes. He's still calling the shots? Echo is a, still a private organization, according to the charter issued in 1947. We do not have any government sponsorship, as dictated by my uncle and his associates. The words came weary even as he slumped further into his chair. He's here as a military liaison on behalf of the, the U.S. government. He's here to help contain the damage. Contain it? Pride repeated. Seems to me like he caused a lot of it. The mountain was one of ours, Alex. He wasn't hurting anything sitting in the corner of the parkour course. He could have stayed there a while. Hell, the genie had just about worked himself up to using Bill as a new challenge course. Could have sold tickets to that. Put it on pay-per-view. Especially if Bill had started swatting at him, Ramona muttered. She stood up and leaned against the desk, making it a priority to look directly at Bill's picture. You see that, boss? That was one of your team. One of my co-workers. Hell, Tesla, that was one of my friends, and your policies and your so-called janitor's priorities put him in a situation that led him to suicide. On your watch. Tesla made the mistake of looking away. In a few quick steps, Ramona was around the desk with a hand on the back of Tesla's chair. She grabbed the picture and shoved it in his face, her voice strangely calm. She had already cried herself out and shouted irrationally to anyone who would listen. Now it was time for the old good cop, bad cop routine, and Pride was comfortable being the good guy. That left Ramona to attack. Look at the picture. That's the picture of one of your employees pushed to the limit because someone told you he was disposable. How many more of those do you have, boss? Two? Ten? Twenty? We can go through the new recruits' records and cross-check with a good number of databases. And so can any news organization. 
That was the result of the mutation, not from his employment with Echo. After everything that happened on Echo campuses, everyone's got some diagnosis of post-traumatic stress syndrome. It's an epidemic. Tesla jerked away from the photo and stood up, shaking. In his rumpled state, he bore a closer resemblance to his scientist father. Nikola Tesla would have been appalled at his nephew's appearance. He ran a hand through his hair. I'm sorry that it happened, and I'm sorry that it happened to one of your partners. We're doing the best we can. Oh, bullshit. That came from pride, and Ramona blinked at the meta in surprise. You're covering your ass and kowtowing to every suit that comes in here. You know what that janitor has done? He's been authorizing Op Ones to go out with impressment gangs to Shanghai anything that looks like a meta, claiming some sort of phony government authority over unregistered metahumans, which is in direct violation of the U.S. Constitution. If you were doing the best you could, you'd have strapped a stake to his scrawny behind and let Pac's dogs have some fun. The gauntlets kept Pride from being able to crack his knuckles, but the way he was grinding one fist into the palm of his other hand was conveying what Ramona considered to be the right impression. Tesla winced at the gesture, his focus on the desk in front of him. And what do you want me to do about it? Since the invasion, every Echo campus has been in the same situation, and the government's got us in a chokehold. The fact that we haven't been closed down and our operatives haven't been relocated to some secure test facility is the proof that we're still in control. The chair next to Yankee Pride fell apart as one fist slammed into the back of it. Ramona jumped at the sound, even as Tesla covered his head with his hands. The meta straightened up and squared his shoulders, taking a deep breath. As I'm... Not the sort of gentleman who deals well with repeated falsehoods. I must remove myself from this meeting. Northern in name and southern in manners, Pride offered a half-bow and apology to Ramona. Excuse me, detective. Ferrari, said a quiet voice in her ear, startling her. She had forgotten she was still wired to overwatch. How much dirt do you want me to find on this janitor? I can tell you already he's deep in something that's no black budget. Mountains, Ramona muttered. Tesla hadn't heard as he sat shaking, his hands over his face. Roger that. I got a suspicion he's planning on skimming Echo Ops and making them disappear into some military meta program or another, but that's just me, and... I'm paranoid. He's no janitor, that's for sure. Ramona sighed and looked over at her boss, who had heard the last comment and simply nodded in agreement. Well, a cleaner is agent speak for someone who makes things go away. Just saying. This time she hummed what she hoped sounded like an affirmative. Boss? When's the last time you had breakfast? Tesla frowned at her, puzzled. Breakfast? But 
Now, I thought it took every ounce of control that she had not to scream in frustration. Instead, she pinched the bridge of her nose and took a long breath. According to you, Mop Man works for the government, and we know he's not on the up-and-up. How about we take a page from my book and go off campus so we get a head start and have a chat? No spooks, no metas, just you and me having a professional discussion. You can't tell me that you like staying in this box. You, him, and the blue canary. A fragment of music played before Ramona could react to that nonsensical sentence. Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch, who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Well, well, no, but I thought... When you scare the crap out of someone by bringing in the heavy, you usually follow up by offering them food. Standard echo detective protocol. She smirked, hoping that he wouldn't ask for a policy number. Besides, I'm hungry, and I'm going to bet that you don't have a functional coffee maker in this box. He does, but it's hidden behind a few boxes, and he only has decaf. Proof positive he's a sick man. That sealed it. Ramona gathered up her files and tucked them under her arm. Let's go, boss. Before the janitor comes back and tries to take out the trash. With the help of Overwatch, Ramona had found a little family-owned diner a few miles away from the destruction corridor that served breakfast all day and advertised a bottomless cup of coffee. They sat in a back booth with Ramona facing the door, an insulated pot of coffee between them. I've never understood the logic in calling it a bottomless cup of coffee, Vicky said in her ear. If it was bottomless, you wouldn't get any coffee at all. Ramona smiled at the comment. Alex glanced up, then quickly looked behind him to see what she had found amusing. What? Did you see something? What's so funny? Bottomless cups. Nobody's after us, boss. Pride was kind enough to engage the janitor in a routine assessment of the dumpster outside of your office so we could leave. She pushed her folder to the side and poured each of them a cup of coffee. Vicky's analysis had clearly raced ahead. I'm thinking that if Pride is going to stop acting like a rules jockey and start acting like his old man, I need to get him wired in too. I mean, come on. Interracial romance? In 1942? Rebel, dude. If Pride can just get some of that moxie going, I want him on our team. The detective nodded and reached for her coffee. Pride's a good man, boss. There aren't many of them left in Echo. If I were you, I'd be using that resource a lot more often. Tesla drew his shoulders up, hands around his coffee mug as he bowed his head. There isn't much that's left of Echo, I'm afraid. The government wants a bigger part of our research, calling it a, a question of national security. And with all of the lawsuits following the invasion, getting that involvement may be the only thing that keeps us functioning. And this is what he pays expensive lawyers to tell him? 
Vicky made a rude noise. <laughs> Bet you with twenty-four hours of searches I can find enough precedence to get all those cases tossed out of court. Well, the frivolous ones anyway. It's not like Echo asked the Kriegers to come calling. Ramona kept her voice as even as possible. She hadn't brought the man here to skewer him with logic and reason. She needed to keep him talking to figure out just what was going on. So, if the government wants a bigger part of the research... He waved his hand, almost knocking over the fake flowers on the table. No government. My uncle would rather see Echo destroyed than fall under government control. Uh, would have rathered, he quickly corrected. Oh my god, Vicky said suddenly. Moles? Sleepers? Look, no matter what the stormtroopers look like, they didn't just beam down from outer space, not with the Nazi connection. They've got to have plants, sleepers, moles, all over. Like in the military and the government. They're trying to get at Echo and get their hands on that Metis connection. Right now, I've got a few others in the organization who are seeking out private investors. Forward-thinking progressives who would want to invest in the technology and the humanitarian side of things. He lifted his head and Ramona could see the dark circles under his eyes. But you can imagine that's hard to find these days. Vicky snorted. He's better off asking the twins about how to get out from under the lawsuits. They're better at it than I am. Also faster. Ramona sipped her coffee, digesting both conversations as naturally as she could. Well... What about the twins? That's a great resource you've got, completely separate from any government influence. The twins? He repeated, looking puzzled. What would I use them for? Vicky sighed. Bitch slap him for being a moron, would you? Ramona did the next best thing and rolled her eyes. Research. Problem-solving. Figuring out how to haul your ass out of the fire so that this doesn't become a government operation or someone else's pet project. She set her coffee down and leaned forward on her elbows. Honestly, you've got people that you've barely tapped. The life preserver is next to you in the water, and you're saying that you can't reach over and get it. You're in charge of a worldwide organization of metahumans, Mr. Tesla. Think about it. He shook his head and looked away. His hands slipped away from his coffee mug, and Ramona could see them shaking as they moved to his lap. There's no organization. It's closer to a network with people and information being pooled and shared, and it's stretched too thin. When those war machines opened up on us, they opened on everyone. You can't begin to understand the sort of loss that Echo incurred, Detective. I can't. She gritted her teeth. Let me remind you that I was on the campus the day things happened, and that most of my civilian co-workers were buried in the rubble. 
Don't you dare get all high and mighty about lost Tesla. Ramona stood up and took a deep breath. Now, before I do something I'll regret, I'm going to the little detective's room. And when I come back, we're going to keep talking about this private investor idea that you mentioned. He slumped in the corner of the booth, and Ramona quick-stepped to the bathroom before she could say something even more scathing. She shut the door, locked it, and pushed the heel of her hand to her forehead. It's like dealing with a teenager, she muttered. An emo teenager, Vicky said sourly. I swear to all the gods there are, I never thought I would say that it's easier handling the commissar than Tesla. I don't like this private investor bit, but the government alternative is worse. They'd have him boxed and buried in hours, and probably blame one of ours for it. Ramona moved to the sink and stared at her reflection. Like Tesla, she had her own dark patches under her eyes, but at least she still had some fight left in her. The man she'd left in the booth was a shadow of the legend that had carried on the Echo legacy once Nikola Tesla had died. Shit. Seriously, what's the likelihood of a private investor buying out Echo? I don't know. I haven't researched it. Been busy doing little things like finding the Goldman catacombs. I'd say that's a problem for the twins. I'm not real good at weaving my way through offshore accounts and shell companies. Then I'll find a way to tag them. I don't think they're on Tesla's radar these days. Of course, she added, shaking her head. I don't think he's able to do much at all. Ramona's reflection nodded wisely back at her. If you're asking me rather than telling me, I have to say he spends more time staring at his computer than he does actually accomplishing anything. My keystroke logger is dying of boredom. Can you tell what he's staring at? Is the bear Catholic? I bloody well own his computer, Vicky said with confidence. Apocalypse websites. He's got his mind firmly grooved in that this is the end of the world and nothing we can do will change it. I'd suggest a Prozac enema, but who'd administer it? And to think, I'd have been happy if you'd said porn. Ramona moved to unlock the door, but the metal hummed under her fingertips. In fact, the entire building seemed to shiver, as if someone had decided it was a tuning fork, and they wanted the proper tone. Hey, 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 that's not... Holy crap! Incoming! Incoming!